With a look at Radio On The Go Sports, I'm Dwayne Carstens here on KLJ for a cold Monday morning here on January 30th, 2023. Speaking of 23, that was the point total scored by the Northern Iowa Wrestling Team yesterday as the 15th ranked Panthers defeated the Oklahoma Sooners in Cedar Falls on the mat 23-12. Final score, you and I with the wrestling victory and a top 10 showdown at Hilton Coliseum last night or yesterday afternoon that is as 4th rated Iowa State defeated 10th rated Oklahoma State for the first time at home against the Cowboys since 2009. Iowa State ends up with a 18-11 victory, winning six of the ten matches. The Cyclone Matt Men now go to 11-2 on the wrestling season. Yesterday in college basketball, the Drake Bulldogs uh, bouncing back with a big win, 79-61 over Belmont yesterday. And Iowa Hawkeye men closed the opening half with a 16-5 run, going on to beat Rutgers 93-82 in Iowa City. The Hawkeyes fought off a second-half rally that saw the Scarlet Knights trim a 13-point Hawkeye lead to just one point at a point. We got into the bonus early, and we got into the double bonus early. So we're able to just move it and share it and drive it. You know, we've got 34 free throws. You know, that's, that's one way to get to 93 points. That's Iowa coach Fran McCaffrey who says his Hawkeyes did a better job of taking care of the basketball. We did not get off to a great start. But we got a lead, made a couple runs at us, uh, finished the half well. Uh, made a big run in the second half. Hyatt got hot. Uh, but uh, we didn't turn it in the second half. We didn't turn it over. You know, the last game we turned it over. In the last two games, very uncharacteristically turned the ball over too much. And we really made a point of emphasis there. Junior forward Patrick McCaffrey saw his first action in nearly a month after stepping away to deal with anxiety. He hit a trio of three-pointers and finished with nine points. Great to be back in Carver. Great to be in front of our fans. You know, the the, the standing all was, was unbelievable. Um, I really appreciated it. Our fans were so great today. And, you know, the, the three threes, they, they all felt great. Um, the two twos I shot also felt pretty good, but you know it's good to be back out there with my teammates. I missed I miss competing with those guys, and you know it was a lot. It's a lot of fun. And again, the Hawkeyes with the win over the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Hawkeyes in men's basketball host Northwestern on Tuesday evening. Taking a look at some other college hoops from over the weekend on Saturday. The Ellsworth-Iowa Central games were postponed to a later date. Wartburg did get their games in down at Simpson. The men winning 81-74. to The Wartburg women winning 79-63 to on Saturday. The Iowa State women defeated Oklahoma 86-78. to Northern Iowa women were big winners over Southern Illinois 94-81. to And the Drake women took it on the chin to Missouri State 64-54. to A few other men's games of interest, including the UNI guys losing to Indiana State 79-71. to And Missouri defeating the Iowa State Cyclone men 78-61 in the SEC Big 12 Challenge. Also over the weekend, of course, the uh, tournaments, the big tournaments of top of Iowa Conference and North Iowa Cedar League wrestling tournaments were canceled due to the weather and as well as the West Fork Algona basketball games. Locally, if you missed it over the weekend, we had girls that qualified for the first ever sanctioned girls state tournament coming out of the Decorah Regionals, Region 7 and 8. Qualifiers from Applington Parkersburg Grundy Center included Leah Hovinga, who was fourth at Regionals at 110. Grace Storion was second at 120, and Caden Muller was third at 130, all qualifying for girls state wrestling. Qualifiers from West Fork Hampton Dumont BK included 
Autumn Stonecipher fourth at 125 pounds, and Joslyn Boardwell third at 155. From AGWSR, going on to the first ever girls' sanctioned state wrestling tournament, Trinity Rogers at 155, and Kylie Willems third at 190. Rogers again a champion at 155. From South Harden, Taylor Hollingsworth was third at 140. And from Iowa Falls, Alden, Emma Itis was fourth at 110. And Abigail Land second at regionals at 235. And again, all these just mentioned do go on to the girls' state uh, stamp, uh, wrestling championships. That's going to be coming up this Thursday and Friday at Extreme Arena in Coralville. Clarion Goldfield Dow's senior Lexi Lane scored a new school record in basketball with 39 points in a 77-43 route of Webster City on Friday. Lane's single-game performance not only broke a bar set over a decade ago, it lifted the Cowgirls to their fourth win in the last five games. Clarion Goldfield Dow's head coach Liz Ennis breaks down Lane's historic night. The previous record was held by Mackenzie Hawks, who had 38 points. I believe that was back in 2012. Um, but Lexi had just a beautiful night but the team still shared the ball and played great together so even though she you know pretty much dominated for us on offense i was just so pleased with the play of every person that was out there tonight the recent run for the Cowgirls includes three blowout victories over North Central Conference opponents, Iowa Falls, Alden, St. Edmund, and now the Lynx. CGD recently defeated Belmont Clemmie as well, 48-39 as part of that stretch as well. Coach Ennis says that Lane's play has improved after adjusting to her mindset. Last week she had a game where she was struggling. It was at St. Edmund. And I just I took her out for a couple minutes and I just said, let the game come to you. Don't try to plan too much. Just let the game come to you. And that game, she had nine assists, and she ended up being our second leading scorer. Because I told her, when you start sharing the ball and passing, you end up getting the ball back because it opens you up, it frees you. The five foot ten guard forward has her name across all the NCC statistical leaderboards. Third in points per game, second in assists per game, and fourth in steals per game. And now the Cowgirls have a winning record in conference play at six and five. And uh, Lane's multi-sport ability has been on full display throughout the school year. She was also a 3A All-State mention, honorable mention volleyball player in the fall. Clarence Goldfield Dow's next task comes tonight at home against West Hancock. Hampton Dumont Cal basketball teams hit the hardwood tonight at home against Webster City's Lynx in a North Central Conference matchup. The Bulldog boys will face a Lynx squad for the second time this year as they fell 53-43 earlier this season. Even though Friday's game ended in a loss against Humble, Bulldogs junior guard Tucker Heron lit it up. He had 35 points with six three-pointers that night. I told you earlier in the, earlier in the year when he, has, when he has a monster night, don't be surprised. He, he fills it up in practice. Uh, on the regular, he can he can obviously shoot the three ball. He he can he can shot fake and hit the mid range. He can get to the rim. He can get out in transition. He can just score. He can just score in many ways. So yeah, we we've all it, our our team's seen Tucker have have very good scoring days in practice. So obviously a great night for him. He's very confident. His teammates found him. But yeah, I'm really really happy for Tucker. 
have a big night. That's Hampton Dumont Calhead boys coach Brian Neeson. The Bulldogs unfortunately will face the best two teams in the NCC in back-to-back games. Webster City sits at seven and one in conference play, coming in thirteen and one overall tonight to Hampton. The HD Cowgirls also against the Lynx tonight. A rematch of a buzzer-beating thriller from Brooklyn Valley that got HD Cal their first win of the year earlier this season. Since that game in December, the Bulldogs have improved immensely. Look, they're looking for more than just a two-point win this time around. Hampton Dumont Calhead coach Miranda Stafford breaks down the. Bulldog gals and what they need to be to do to that is to be successful against the Lynx. Yeah, they're going to come in hungry. You know, they feel like they gave us one at their place, so I know they're going to come in ready. Um, you know, Pitten, we're all battling right there, and so they think it's a winnable game. we got to be ready to play. Uh, come out come out ready right away from the tip. I don't think we played great. Um, throughout the whole Webster City game, I thought we played really well in the fourth quarter to allow ourselves an opportunity to get that win. So we got to put 32 minutes together and be able to take care of the basketball value and get shots every time. HD Cal versus Webster City in Hampton tonight, and the girls' game starts at 6.15. Other action going on this evening includes Jessup at Applington Parkersburg for some makeup games. At 6.15 is the girls' tip time on that for the doubleheader. Claire and Goldfield Dow's hosting West Hancock this evening. Clarksville teams are both hosting North Tama tonight, and South Harden is at Roland Story for boys basketball action in the uh, boys uh, and girls scene here tonight. Also, women's college basketball, men's and women's, actually, as Ellsworth Community College will make up those games against Iowa Central tonight, and that'll start at 5.30 for the women's game and the boys game, or the men's game, that is, at ECC to follow. And it's a quick turnaround for the Iowa State men's basketball team as they visit Texas Tech tonight in Big 12 play. The Cyclones coming off the loss to Missouri on the weekend, as we mentioned earlier, and they were without senior guard Caleb Grill due to a back injury. And ISU again getting ready to go. Uh, they hammered the Red Raiders the first time around 84 to 50 back on January the 10th. Pre-game coverage starts at 7 o'clock tonight. Opening tip-off in Lubbock is at 8 o'clock. And we are plumb out of time for a Monday morning. You stay warm out there. I'm Dwayne Karsten's reporting. More sports available online at RadioOnTheGo.com. This is KLMJ.